Hello, everyone, and welcome to Riding in Cars with Cats. This particular episode, instead of me driving around talking about my life in my car, is me walking home having taken the wrong bus in the wrong direction uh, after dropping my daughter off at school. So I have a bit of a trek home, uh, which is probably not the end of the world for my health and well-being to have this little mini adventure. Today I want to talk, this is going to be a probably a super bonus mini episode, although I have a bit of a walk, so I want to talk a little bit about something that happened last night, which was fantastic. So this weekend I was super lucky to get to go speak at a conference called Blog Jam. I was in Moncton this year. It's a conference I've spoken at. Uh, spoke at the first two, emceed and helped out a little bit with the third. And then this year I got to not only emcee a day, uh, but also provide a workshop on day two, which was amazing. I mean, it was an incredible experience to, to do. And uh, the other cool thing about this experience was that I didn't get have to do it alone. So day one belonged to a number of speakers, but day two belonged basically to changing the narrative. Um, I provided my workshop, small break, Terrence Taylor provided his workshop, and then everybody went home satisfied. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, my role on the changing the narrative team, because I am not... uh, an official host or even permanent guest or anything like that on the Change the Narrative podcast, but I am currently building out their website. And so one of the things that I've sort of really lived with is this idea of building your superhero squad. It's really cool when you bump into people that have that same concept, because last night was an episode of the show where basically all the people that are helping out now with changing the narrative in various ways and doing great things in the city in general, um, got to sit around and talk about them with the, uh, with the hosts, Terrence Taylor, Dwayne Jones, Lawrence Sears. And it was a pretty, honestly, it was, it was, <laughs> it was heavy. Uh, there's a couple quick takeaways that I learned from it that I want to share. And then I just want to, talk about sort of my own experiences in this. The first takeaway that I wanted to share is that if you let Terrence record, he will record forever. Uh, It's a long episode and there are people who might not listen to it because it's a very long episode. And I've had this conversation with people before about the quality, like the physical quality of your content or, um, you know, all these different things. And one of the things that I continued to say to people was that when it really comes down to it, like when it's live or die time, the quality of your content trumps everything. Like it doesn't matter if it's five minutes long or you're rolling out at midnight And it doesn't matter, I've always said, I'll correct myself a little bit on this in a second, it doesn't matter if you record it 
on a speaking spell <laughs> or if you record it with the best mics in the industry in an amazing space. What matters is the content. Now that doesn't mean that you can't focus on those things as well. Like if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're going to hear background noise. You're going to hear some fuzziness. This podcast is recorded on a pair of AirPods attached to my phone. Usually when I'm in the car, but today while I'm walking, you're going to hear the fact that I'm out of shape because I'm going to be out of breath for like half this podcast. You're going to hear cars going by. You're going to hear birds. You're going to hear whatever. But um, for me, the focus has really been about the idea of if I can hammer out the content, the rest is kind of going to fall in a line and I don't care about it as much. And uh, when I'm doing consulting for um, people looking to start their podcast, I always say the same thing, which is, Don't worry too much about the equipment you have because what really matters is whether or not your content's any good. And I'm going to waver on that slightly here. Some people have taken that to suggest that I think that good sounding audio doesn't matter. uh, And that is not the case at all. Um, I think the good sounding audio is fantastic. There's, you know, you want to listen to things that sound good. But what I don't want people to do is not do the thing because they can't afford the nice audio equipment or they don't have the nice audio equipment or whatever the case may be. I want people to be willing to push record on their iPhone with no microphone. Just record it and see what happens. So last night, listening to what a podcast can sound like when you record in a beautiful space with really, really fantastic equipment (laughs) with people that you could listen to read the phone book, uh, you end up with this really, really high quality product. And it's absolutely true that that product is more likely to be consumed than the same product recorded poorly. So it's not that I think you have to have all this top-of-the-line, insane equipment. It's that I think everything has to start with the content. And anything else you can do to make it better, you, you do that to make it better. That, to me, isn't complicated. So when we were talking about how long this episode was, one of the things Terrence said is people that are going to listen to it are going to listen to it. And he's right. I can't imagine with some of the things that people were sharing as we went through that uh, that session, some of the things that people unloaded. I mean, there was tears, there was laughter, there was everything. And so I can't imagine someone going, well, this first 25 minutes was fantastic, but I'm not going to go any further. Like to me, that's just that's nonsense. Not going to happen. So one of the things that I want people to be comfortable with is the idea that it doesn't matter if you do it short or you do it long. It doesn't matter if the audio quality is good or the audio quality is bad. 
if you're recording video, it doesn't matter if the video quality is good or the video quality is bad. The content has to come first. Like you can make a pretty video that doesn't have any guts, that's gonna flop. And you can make a pretty video that has that content and it'll do well. And you can make a video with incredible content that doesn't look like it was recorded by someone awesome and it's still gonna do okay because the content is so good. So last night, my big takeaway from that session along with the idea that Terrence will record as long as you will let Terrence record, is that good content really is going to trump everything all day. You can do all the tricks that you want to do to get people to go check out your stuff. But when they check out your stuff, if your stuff sucks, they walk away. That's, that's it. End of story. There's no, no conversation. Nobody hangs around for bad content. So that was one of the first uh, big takeaways I had. The second was I got to meet um, really a, a bunch of people that I've never met before. So of the, of the Change the Narrative team, the only people that I had met were uh, Dwayne and Terrence. And I met them at PodCamp uh, last year. Uh, I'd met Dwayne before, I believe, but uh, we sort of connected there and, and sort of got to know each other from that. But the thing that kind of blows me away about this whole thing is the thing that the other people on that show were talking about. And I don't want to, I don't want to steal the thunder of the show because I know it's not coming out yet. So I'm not going to tell you who, I'm not going to tell you what. I'll probably follow this up after that to talk about my reaction to what these incredible people are doing. But just the fact that there are incredible people all around us and we don't actually interact with them. We don't pursue their content. We don't know that it's happening because of the echo chambers that we've built. So this is something that's really resonated with me lately and I've thought about more and more. And um, it's the idea of working in these spaces that we're super comfortable in. And so when we, you know, have all these followers that love us and think we're fantastic, it's really easy to think we're fantastic. You know, think of like your grandma who will just like, not everybody's grandma, honestly not my grandma, but you know, the, the matriarch of your family or the patriarch of your family who just says, oh, that's everything's fine. You're so great. Like, you're fantastic. Don't worry about it. We brush all these things off and then you end up with this concept of like, well, okay, I'm doing fine when you're not. And so we need more people in general that are not telling us how awesome we are necessarily and who are telling us stories we haven't heard before because we need that extra exposure. So there's nothing wrong with surrounding yourself with people that love you. That's huge. I'm happy. Like last night I was in a room where I felt like I could have, I could have just said, Hey, I need something. And someone in that room would have given it to me. And anyone who said anything like that in that room, it would have been given to them because it was this room full of like so much love and energy 
And I know that's a really like cheesy, you know, people always say it like hippy dippy way of talking about stuff. And, you know, we, we were talking about yogis and all these different things. The fact of the matter is like when you're around a bunch of people that you find so overwhelmingly uh, incredible, it's uh, it's a really incredible experience. But the thing that I loved the most from last night is very few of those people, I mean, none of those people really when we really think about it, but have the same experiences that I have, have the same background that I have, um, have the same obstacles, challenges, and gifts that I have, and hearing what they're doing with their abilities to challenge the challenges that have been presented to them, it was mind-blowing. Like, I'll just say, like, (laughs) when you listen to this, you're going to want to go follow every single person who's doing something from that podcast. Like every single one of those people where you go, what project are you working on right now? And they tell you, you're gonna go, all right, I gotta go see that, that's incredible. But one thing that happens is we don't actually hear those stories or see those stories because we surround ourselves with the people who are doing, saying the same things. We surround ourselves with the people who look and sound just like us. And almost everything that I've learned that I, in the last little while that I think is really relevant and powerful has all stemmed from conversations I've had with people who look and sound nothing like me. And I think that Many of us get caught up in our own, um, so so directly in our own community. And it's not that it's not important to keep that community, but we don't take the time to experience or empathize or think about what other people have got going on. And, and uh, yeah, it was a pretty, <laughs> people shared some heavy stuff last night. Um, you know, I certainly did because I felt comfortable, but some people shared some stuff that I didn't know that just hit me right in the gut. And, um, yeah, in that way, it was a pretty incredible experience. So what other takeaways? Yeah, this is probably my biggest one. The reason that I ended up in this room last night. I'm a big, the concept of the butterfly effect both invigorates me and it also terrifies me. The concept that these little decisions that we make lead their way to all these big decisions. So, you know, you get the big ones and they make sense. You're like, oh, I decided to go to this school instead of that school. And then I met that person and that's my life. Okay, cool. But what about the day that you decided to skip your shower and you got in your car and you drove somewhere and when you were getting out of the car, 
you bumped into someone you haven't seen for years, you reconnected with them in some tangible way, and then ended up with a job or with a relationship or whatever the case may be. What happens when you forget your wallet, walk back into your house, and then five minutes later going down the road, get T-boned? And if you hadn't have done that one thing, if you hadn't have gone back, you wouldn't have been in that place in that accident. And then what if because you were in that accident, you meet a nurse or a doctor and they end up being your husband or wife or whatever? What happens in each of those cases? The idea of the butterfly effect, like I say, it um, it's something that really gets to me because I can't wrap my head around how interesting it is that these connections happen. So last year at PodCamp, we had these people who asked to give a presentation about their podcast. And part of it was about podcasting in general, but a huge part of it was just about their idea that they wanted to tell stories that weren't really being told or that were being told in a different way. And so we said, yes, absolutely. Uh, I knew at least one of them already and uh, really loved his work. And then PodCamp came and we ended up um, having them we ended up having them come and do their presentation. And uh, I missed it. <laughs> I missed most of it because when PodCamp's happening, I'm really on duty. And I just came in at the very end and uh, looked around this room and saw all these people that were just so engaged and were so focused on talking to these gentlemen that were, that had just presented. And, uh, I just kind of thought like, these seem like people I would want to have around me in general. And Terrence was up talking to a few people that were like, oh my God, we love that. I want to talk to you about this. I want to do that. I want to do this. And I sort of walked up and I waited until he was done that conversation, introduced myself and said, look, everyone seems to have loved this. I didn't, I didn't get to see most of it, um, but I did get to see some. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know I, I really think like there's some stuff I'd like to connect with you on. And I wasn't sure exactly what that stuff was. But I have this concept in my mind. I wrote a, an ebook about it at one point called Building Your Superhero Squad. And the idea from this is that we often will pick up the people we need when we need them based on the skills they have. So we need a graphic designer. We ask around, who's a good graphic designer? We get a graphic designer. 
we need a videographer. We ask around, who knows a good videographer? Great, we'll go. The thing that I've never liked about this concept and the way that we actually put it in practice is that we tend to not think of building those relationships, but instead we think, how am I gonna get what I need when I need it? I loathe networking events because I've been to too many networking events where when you introduce yourself to someone, they tell you what they do, they hand you their card, and they ask what you do. That's boring. And I know, and I can tell, that what they are doing with each of those interactions, because of what we've been trained to do from so many networking events done wrong, is this idea of, can I sell this person something? Or can I use them in some way? And that's what we think about. You know, someone meets me and they think, oh, he built a website. I can use him to do something. But he might also need insurance. So I'll definitely connect with him because I could sell him insurance and, and get something from him. And at the beginning, when you're thinking about networking, that sounds great. Like, how awesome does it sound? to connect with people and you each get something out of that relationship. Here's the problem, not a relationship. It's a transaction. Lauren on the podcast one day said transformational relationships over transactional relationships. Best way I've ever heard what I'm talking about put into practice because I can't stand when someone looks at meeting me as a transaction. I hate it. I don't like it at all. So I do things a little bit differently. The way I do things is I build that squad. When I meet someone that I think is interesting or does something cool, I work very hard on nurturing a relationship with that person because I'm honestly more interested in building a community around me than knowing one more person who could do some social media if I needed them to. And when I met parents, I basically said like, look, I've got some ideas. I'd think you'd fit in with this, but mostly I just want you in my world. Uh, <laughs> it's an aggressive way to put things, I know, but that's how I do everything. So fast forward, all of a sudden I'm working with them, working on their website, coming on the podcast, which is, as you know, like my favorite thing to do. Terrence and I are actually now working on projects together with clients and it feels like we're winning because we built that thing first. And for me, last night, getting to be on this podcast with all these amazing people, some people who I'd already built the relationship and some people who I'm just starting to build the relationship with, was for me the culmination of all that. 
it was like, yeah, this is exactly what I want to be doing. Exactly what I want to be doing is sitting in a room with a bunch of amazing people, sharing my stories with them and listening to their stories and honestly listening to their stories so that we can all move forward together. Those affirmations, those laughs, those knowing looks, the repetition of concept throughout that podcast were just absolutely incredible. So here's what I want you to do. Number one, if you listen to this podcast and you don't listen to Changing the Narrative, you need to check out Changing the Narrative. They're on iTunes. Now they're on Spotify. Uh, you can check them out on Instagram, CTM Podcast. And you need to follow these people because they're doing incredible things. And they're much more than just a podcast. They are literally physically changing the narrative of this city. And while there's some really great things about this city, there's some really not great things about this city. And they are committed to fixing some of those things. So if you're not listening to or following Changing the Narrative podcast, please go do that. That's it. You can follow me if you want. Uh, One Red Cat Media on all the different platforms, literally all the different platforms. The one I'm really active on uh, is primarily Instagram. One is spelled out, so assuming you can spell the, the number one, you're good. If you want to see me in pink tights doing yoga, One Red Mike. Um, and you can go to OneRedCat.com uh, to see what I do professionally. You can also email me, Mike, at OneRedCat.com if you have questions about the podcast, if you have questions about life, if you want to know things about yoga, if you want to know things about kids. Uh, all those things are <laughs> very much in my wheelhouse. And so I just encourage you to – it's interesting to change it. I mean, we could go into detail about why changing the narrative is such an interesting – title for the podcast given what we talked about last night but um you can interact with the stories around you in such a visceral way if you follow this podcast and uh and listen to it so when that episode comes out i'll let everyone know i don't want to give away too many spoilers about what we talked about because i don't want to unleash anything uh because honestly mostly because those people are much better telling that story than i am uh which is a whole other topic but anyways i hope you've enjoyed this I am now almost home, slightly out of breath. I'm an old man now. Hope you've enjoyed. Take care.